return. While suffering, he uttered no threats, but kept entrusting himself to the one, kept entrusting himself to him who judges righteously, and he himself bore our sins on his body on the cross, so that we might die to sin and live to righteousness. For by his wounds we were healed. For you were continually straying like sheep, but now you have returned to the shepherd and guardian of your souls. And that is the end of chapter 2. But I do want to go back because Jesus is teaching us how how to act in, in, in when, we're, when we're being mistreated. Um, he... Um, he did not revel in return. He did not um, offer any... He didn't retaliate um, while suffering. Um, he uttered no threats, but kept entrusting himself to him who judges righteously. And that's how we need, we need to just always remember that who's the judge... It's not us. Do we want to stoop down and, and be um, evildoers as well? Um, um, we don't. And so we follow in Jesus' Jesus's example. And he, in 20, verse 24, And he himself bore our sins in his body on the cross. He took our sins onto his body on the cross. Because remember, he was the, the last sacrifice, the, sacrif the sacrificial lamb. Um, and all those, those lashes and beatings, uh, you know, he, was, he took on all our sin under that cross. And by his wounds, we are healed. We are healed from our inequities. We are healed from... Um, from our sins, from our sin nature, he took he took all our sin to the cross with him, and we just owe him. We owe him. And uh, and then it says, "For you were continually straying like sheep, but now you have returned to the shepherd and guardian of your souls." So you know we were straying like sheep. Um, I don't know if any of you were not, but. If you if you're far from God, you're 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 a lost sheep, you're straying, and He comes and finds you. But but here it says, but now you have returned to the Shepherd, freely returned, because you have seen, and it's said another in other scripture, because you have tasted the goodness of the Lord. So you are returning now to um, have Him. Um, fix you for so to speak to to purify you to sanctify you and and be the guardian of your souls okay now that that did take <coughs> um, I'm, I'm over my time I'm gonna have to split this into two and I apologize that for that but uh, I, I'm reading Luke right now and I really wanted to share this this story here about a woman who who'd had a uh, 
a bad spirit that afflicted her for 18 years. Okay, so it's called Healing on the Sabbath. And he was teaching in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath. And there was a woman who, ha who for 18 years, had had a sickness caused by a spirit. And she was bent double and could not straighten up at all. When Jesus saw her, he called her over and said to her, Woman, you are freed from your sickness. And he laid his hands on her, and immediately she was made erect again and began glorifying God. But the synagogue officials indignant but the synagogue official, indignant because Jesus had healed on the Sabbath, began saying to the crowd in response, There are six days in which work should be done. So come during the so come during them them and get healed, and not on the Sabbath day. But the Lord answered him and said, You hypocrites, does not each of you on the Sabbath untie his ox or his donkey from the stall and lead him away to water him? And this woman, a daughter of Abraham, as she is, whom Satan has bound for eighteen long years, should not should she not have been released from this bond on the Sabbath day? As he said this, all his opponents were being humiliated, and the entire crowd was rejoicing over the glorious, glorious things he, the glorious things being done by him. Now, wow! So this lady, for eighteen years, she had a sickness caused by a spirit. Now, we have the Holy Spirit, and if there's any other spirit in us or on us, it's not good. It's an evil spirit. Other versions call uh, say this word as a demon that, that, uh, that um, caused by a demon. And uh, she was bent over um, and could not straighten up. But when Jesus saw her, now remember, he came to earth. He was in heaven. He came to earth, was born of the Virgin Mary. He died. He crucified, died, and was buried, and he rose on the third day. So he, he while he was still walking on the earth, um, he saw her, and he's, you know, felt compassion for her. And he, and he said, um, he called her over and said to her, Woman, you are freed from your sickness. And he laid his hands on her, and immediately she was made erect again and began glorifying God. Can you imagine um, to have a demon afflict, hijack your body for that long and make you miserable for that long? I mean, it happens. There's a lot of preachers that can tell whether a person is legitimately sick or if they're, you know, if they have a, a demon that's afflicting them. And then Jesus says, um, he says, You hypocrites, does not each of you on the Sabbath untie his ox or his donkey from the stall and lead him away to water him? And this woman, a daughter of Abraham, which is important, I want to talk to you guys about who Abraham is. He's just a very important person because if we're called daughters of Abraham or sons of Abraham, 
we are a select race that God has put aside, God's chosen people. So when he names somebody as a daughter of Abraham, this is significant. But he says, a daughter of Abraham, as she is, whom Satan has bound for 18 long years, should not, should she not have been released from this bond on the Sabbath day? And, and of course, uh, these, these people he's talking to, you know, they're Pharisees and um, lawyers and Sanducees and, and, you know, they're all about the rules. But Jesus is like, no, I can heal on the Sabbath if I want to. And the last little piece here is, is in chapter 13 in, in Luke as well. And it's a, just a small little parable here. Um, and it's, uh, and he began telling this parable and this is, uh, Jesus talking. A man had a fig tree, which had been planted in his vineyard and he came looking for fruit on it and did not find any. And he said to the vineyard, and he said to the vineyard keeper, sorry, behold, for three years I have come looking for fruit on this fig tree without finding any. Cut it down. Why does it even use up the ground? And he answered and said to him, let it alone, sir, for this year too, let it alone, sir, for this year too, until I dig around it and put it in, put in fertilizer, and if it bears fruit next year, fine. But if not, cut it down. Now, my interpretation is the man who had the fig tree is God. He's planted the tree in the vineyard, and he's come to look to see if there's any fruit on it. And we are, in, in scripture, we are referred to as fruit trees. Um, so this fruit tree is a person. And um, in other scripture, it says, a good fruit-bearing tree cannot bring forth bad fruit. And a bad fruit-bearing tree cannot produce good fruit. So the father here is, you know, he's... he's he has this fruit tree and it hasn't done anything for three years. And Jesus, Jesus says, um, oh, and then the father says, you know, that he said to the vineyard keeper, Behold, for three years I have come looking for fruit on this fig tree without finding any. Cut it down. Why does it even use up the ground? And then, he, and he answered and said to him, and this is Jesus, um, Let it alone, sir, for this year too, until I dig around it and put it in fertilizer, if it bears fruit, ne fruit next year, fine. But if it, 
but if not, cut it down. So the Holy Spirit is uh, fertilizing the dirt around you. He's um, <clears throat> just really tilling your ground, and and he's he's trying to um, he's sanctifying you. He's he's um, purifying you. He's doing everything he can he, to to bring up good a good bearing fruit tree. And it, you know this is your time if you're listening, and and God is notice that you've you've been around for three years and you haven't done anything with your with your relationship with Jesus and and he's about to just say you know what you missed the boat um but Jesus says no let let's 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 fertilize um this person is worth it let's let's fertilize and and um and see if we can't get this plant this fruit tree to bear good fruit and uh, my opinion, it doesn't say anything about whether this fruit tree makes it or not, but I think it does. And, um, and I think anybody that's listening to these messages, you are going to, um, uh, or you are listening just by the, by the mere fact that you're listening and uh, hearing the word of God. God's word does not come back void. So you're hearing the word of God, you're listening you're, you're hopefully playing those scripture, the songs, and listening to those messages and singing, singing to God's ears. And it's just so very, very important to um, uh, to let the Holy Spirit do do His work. And you've got to be willing. You've got to be willing. Um, and, and like I said, this is your time. This is your time. So, um, there, there was a lot in in First Peter chapter two um, about respecting authority and and uh, just being being good. But I do I I can't tell you enough how you know we are exiles. We are foreigners here. We live in the world, but we are we are not of the world, and so it's just we need to find a good balance of staying with God, staying with God, listening to God, nursing on pure spiritual milk re by reading the Word of God, and um, not engage in conversation. Um, and you know, because there is a lot of hate speech right now, a lot of a lot going on. Um, that I just think is it, the world is just getting darker and darker and we need to step out of the dark and into the light. God is our light. He is our light. He is our salvation. He is our hope. He is our teacher. He is who we want to um, be like. And um, like I've been on pure spirit, spiritual milk for a while and uh, it comes a time where you're reading more scripture and you now you, you you should be on solid foods to be able to teach people um, more and more truths about the Bible and about God. 
and and it just brings me a lot of joy a lot of joy to to bring the word of god to to my phone ministry uh, i don't don't always have a lot of energy when i do these podcasts um again today not so much but I, I, like i said it brings me much joy to follow my calling and to and to um just do whatever i can to um help you help help everybody um understand scripture because scripture wasn't always easy for me to understand um i would have to you know read it uh, over and over and the lord would open my ears to something new each time so it's just i hope you stick with me next weekend uh, i'll read a chapter first uh, peter chapter 3 and that uh, I believe is going to be another hard teaching, but we'll get through it and learn together. I hope that everybody has a blessed Mother's Day. I said that at the beginning of the podcast, and I am here with my mom. Uh, just love spending time with her. And um, I was talking about the fig tree um, bearing good fruit. My mom is a very strong fruit tree bearing good fruit um, she's always bared good fruit and she's a prayer warrior oh my goodness if you haven't taken the time to get to know my mom you should get to know her by phone um, I know um, it's hard to visit these days but the days are getting nicer you could sit outside Oh, she always has the best stories. I, I just, Mother's Day, um, I just wouldn't spend it anywhere else. She's just such a godly woman. Oh, she just cracks me up so much. We have a lot of laughter. We have a lot of fun. Um, I can't tell you enough about how much this woman, her character, her goodness, her love for her family... Um, her love for her God. She is just an extraordinary example of what, of who God wants us to be. She forgives. She forgives fully. She says, we're not going to be forgiven if we don't forgive. We have to forgive or we won't be forgiven. And, and she knows. She knows. And she reads her Bible front and back. She'll start at the beginning and read to the end, and then she'll start at the beginning again, read to the end. I don't know how many times she's done that. And it's just, she keeps feeding on God's Word. I mean, I, I hope that you're spending time with your your um, mother, or, or you're letting your kids spoil you. Um, or even, you know, if you have a grandmother... Or an aunt that's been like a mother, um, reach out. You know what are you waiting for? We are, we are um, um, brothers and sisters of Christ. We're it. We're the holy nation. We should be coming together and learning together, and building each other up, and um, worshiping God call you know get groups together to sing praise to the lord um it's just it's just so beautiful um and anyway those that's where my thoughts have been today 
Um, I'm just so very thankful, so very thankful for my mother. I've grown closer and closer to her through the years, and she's just my best friend, and I love her. And I, I hope that everybody has a good weekend. I hope that you're, you're, that you have a good relationship with your mother. Um, and uh, I know people that have lost their mother. Um, it's so sad. But even, even on a Mother's Day, you could um, get down on your knees and just ask God to give her your message. He lives in you, remember? He can give your mom a message. Who else? No one else can do that. And um, live your lives so holy and, and get to know the God that can offer you eternal life with your family. With your family, it's eternal. Okay, I will let you guys go. I love you with all my heart. I give all the glory to God. All the glory to God. And again, it brings me such joy to come on these podcasts. And I will um, be splitting this one up into two podcasts. I'll try to find a good even spot. And I will name um, these uh, uh, one and two. Okay, I hope everybody has a blessed, blessed weekend. I love you. Much love to all. Bye.